Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. I just want you for my own. Come on. Some stuff too. Use not enough. Maybe Colleen and Bradley to stop singing into the microphone. Guess what? You're not going to get that <laughs> for at here's, least three hours. Here's what you are going to get on the Colleen and Bradley Show on My Talk 1071, streaming live at MyTalk1071.com. Everything entertainment, Colleen Lindstrom, Bradley Trainer. You're also going to get the three things you need to hear to get about your day. It's the three at 12:03. Give me three. You got it. It's the three. I'll need three things at 12:03. Three. That's the magic number. They're going to be talking about three things. It is. It's the magic number. What is it, Here's what we have for you behind door number three. Okay, so this will put you in the holiday spirit. Question mark. Hmm. Um, are you uh, familiar with the name Zach Wild? I'm guessing no. probably not so much. So he is a singer, songwriter, um, but he's best known because he was the guitarist for... Ozzy Osbourne, but he's also the the founder of a band called the Black Label Society. Okay. So, d- dark person. Yeah. Like, dark, twisty, metal-y person. Mm-hmm. He has recorded his very own version of The Night Before Christmas. Hi there, everyone. This is Zach Wilde from Black Label Society and the Ozzy Osbourne Band. And it's time for a reading from Towards the Night Before Christmas. "'Twas the night before Christmas, when all through the house, not a creature was stirring, not even a mouse. The stockings were hung by the chimney with care, in hopes that St. Nicholas would soon be there." So far, so good, right? Mm. But when Santa arrived, maybe it'd be a little darker. he found everyone had been really bad. For his heart was broken, from his eye rolled a tear. It was then that Santa beat everyone profusely and said, Better luck next year. The end. There you go. Merry Christmas. I feel like we don't need that this year. That's not the Santa I believe in. No. Um, My Santa wouldn't do that. I mean, that would be appropriate for 2017 Santa, right? Like, based on the year we've had, I feel like Santa beating the crap out of people is probably not far off. I think that that's the beautiful thing. It's like, I had enough! About that is it's almost like a, it's almost like a piece of art reflecting on the year. Who wants cookies? (laughs) I'm sick of your damn cookies!
Don't you Are think? You're really like channeling this angry I Santa. I just feel like angry Santa is a thing. So It, it, is, it should be. Yeah. Uh, and I can think of a few people that should be getting lumps of Did coal in their stocking. Did you ever watch that movie uh, Bad Santa, speaking of Mm-mm. crazy... Is don't. that the one with um, what's yes. his foot that used to be married to Angelina Jolie, mm-hmm. Billy his Bob name Thornton? Is Billy Bob, what's his foot? Mm-hmm. Yes, it's it's vile. And I went on a date with someone, mm-hmm. and that was it was a first date. I remember, and he was like, "Let's go to Bad Santa," and I was like, "Oh yeah, that's a real like." First of all, you don't go to a movie on a first date. Yeah. No, because you can't talk. Is that the one who ate your... Oh, ate fries off, off my your plate. plate. Yeah. I he was going to ask if he was the one. fries off my plate. Not the one that sucked your toe in the hot tub, oh, though. Ca- careful. What? Sorry. <laughs> Are we uh, going there? Oh, I just wanted to be clear. I didn't know where clear. you were going. Yes, he sucked my... No, that was not... That was the toe sucker was a different one. Moving on. Behind door number two. Let's see what we've got. Merry Christmas, everyone. <laughs> Okay, so uh, in case what you had on your Christmas list was a fresh Prince of Bel-Air reunion, it's not going to happen. Oh, no. Well, it's probably not going to happen. Just listen to Will Smith talking about it. He was on Graham Norton. I'd have to be Uncle Phil in that one. Like, I'd have to be 50, you know. Come on, Aunt Deb, I'm 50. I can't go out on my own. You did drive. You drove the fans wild because you posted this. Uh, oh, yeah. Did you bump into them, or like was it a, was it a reunion? What no. Was so it? every year, uh, Karen has a um, uh, she. I think it's. I think it's. Just, I don't think it's. I think it's just national. But she has a. No, it's not. It is international. Where she has a charitable event and she hosts a lunch with the cast of The Fresh Prince. So we do that every year, and it'll be you know ten or twelve people from around the world that have won this wow. lunch. So that's a. That's in uh, Los Angeles, and the people flew in, and we have the lunch with. <laughs> okay, the, so the basically, fans the who, only way you're going to get yourself a. Fresh Prince of Bel-Air reunion is to donate a whole lot of money to some charity that Will Smith doesn't even know because his TV mom does something with it. And then they all sit and have lunch together. But you got to be rich. Yeah. So, so FYI. Sorry. Not going to happen. All of you. Not going to happen. I feel like that's a theme this year. Uh, hey, um, Colleen. Hey, what? Is he, and Holly maybe knows this too, because she's kind of on detail duty uh, frequently in this regard. Is he was he doing this interview to promote uh, his movie on Netflix? Probably. Yeah. Uh, yeah. He. It doesn't say uh, like I. I didn't watch the whole interview. I only watched that part because, frankly, that's all I cared about. Um, and the article I, I found it in didn't say what he was. I'm assuming the reason I'm I, sure. I bring that up is because um, the, the headlines I keep seeing around this movie. It's uh, a Netflix movie that just came out or is just coming out, and um, apparently it is literally. Like it's been panned as like the worst Will Smith movie ever, and that's and it's called Bright. Yeah. Um, but then, but then I I started digging into that, and I was like, I need to know more because it's a sci-fi thing. And you know what we know about sci-fi? It's as much ha- as it's I love it, closely linked to Scientology. Well, Scientology often uses science fiction to sort of you know push its stuff. Yeah, you know you'll remember that. Um, that horrible, horrible movie with John Travolta. Mm-hmm. Battlefield Battle, Earth. Battlefield Earth. Oh my God. But then there was the one, the Oblivion one with uh, that was a good Tom one, Cruise that you liked. That was yeah. a really good one. But, but I don't know that that was, I think, you know, Tom Cruise certainly was the Scientology connection, but it wasn't really like a front for Scientology. Mm-hmm. But I'm, I want to learn more about this Bright because um, I'm just curious. 
what the themes are. Well, people are also saying that this is the worst movie of the year. Astoundingly bad. People are talking. Mm. They sure are. Mm -hmm. It's oh, sorry. You want me to go on? No, I just wanted to say Forbes said, Congratulations, Netflix. You can make a visually grotesque, dreadfully dull, and hopelessly convoluted would-be franchise action movie just as well as the stereotypical Hollywood machine. Yay. So that's what Forbes said. Anyway, moving on. And here it is behind door number one. Look, it's another day in sexual... Oh, no, actually, it's oh, not sexual wow. harassment. Oprah! I was like, I saw Oprah's name. You I thought get harassed <laughs> and you get harassed. No, Oprah Winfrey's getting scammed. What? Actually, somebody's trying to scam her followers. If you're a... a, a what do they call Oprah fans? Oprah fans? Yeah, I don't probably. Know. Uh, she had some words. She took to social media to tell uh, Oprah fans about a scourge that's currently taking place on social media. Can we have a Lanson? Hi, everybody. I just wanted you to know that somebody out there is trying to scam you using my name and my avatar on social media, asking for money if you sign up for an own account on Instagram. It's a fraud. It's a fraud. It's a fraud. Don't believe it. Don't give up any of your bank accounts or personal information to anybody posing as me or anyone else for that matter. And have a Merry Christmas. So that's Oprah's Christmas card for the season. It's, <laughs> it's a fraud. My favorite, favorite, favorite of all time. It's a fraud. It's a fraud. It's, it's a fraud. fraud. It's, it's a fake. fraud. Uh, but actually, she didn't even get it right. She didn't get the story right. So I'm going to tell you the, the correct story. She made it sound like somebody's trying to make money off of people. What they're actually, I mean, they probably are. But what they really are doing is um, trying to get people to follow their Instagram accounts uh, with the promise that if you log in, if you sign up, that you are going to win money, that they are doing giveaways of $5,000, that uh, f- giveaways of $5,000 to the first 100,000 people who follow OWN. It's, so it's a fake OWN social media account or accounts that uh, prompted her to take to video. So that is why we're talking about Oprah. What Did you have something you wanted to say? Um, Actually... Uh, Oprah's here, and she has something to tell Excuse us. Excuse me, what? Yeah, Oprah's here. Oprah. Colleen and Bradley, don't do it. What was that? Colleen and Bradley, don't do it. <laughs> Colleen and Bradley, don't do it. I don't know. Wow, I didn't know Oprah. I don't Thanks know. for stopping by, Oprah. She does that sometimes. Where's my damn car? Mm. And stuff. No? Oh, I was going to, okay, I was going to ask her, but Colleen she's Colleen has left. been obsessed uh, the last few days with an app. It's super funny, that you, you guys. Can make, have you canceled that thing yet? Because you're no. going to get charged. No, I have one more day. Are you sure? I uh, know, but I think I do. I it's don't Christmas. Think you do. We'll see. What do you want me to, what, what, Say, sh- what um, should we do? Merry Christmas from the Colleen and Bradley show. Okay. I'm Oprah. I quit my job and I work for these two boobs. That's a lot. Okay. Do it. Merry Christmas from the Colleen and Bradley show. I'm really rich and I quit my job. And so now I work for these two boobs. So Oprah's going to say these things. In a second. It takes her a little bit. She's a thinker. She's warming up. Yeah. I think. She takes a little time to get mm-hmm. revved up. I mean, that's a lot of words. It for is a her lot of to, words. To work, work together with. Especially on Merry the Merry Christmas from the Colleen and Bradley show. I'm really rich and I quit my job. And so now I work for these two boobs. <laughs> Thanks, Oprah. There you go. Put that in the can. <laughs> it's where it belongs. All right. When we come back, we are going to get the dirt from our friend Elizabeth Reese on the Colleen and Bradley show on My Talk 1071.
Lori and Julia. I want to hear Gwen Stefani sing it. Okay. All right. This is Gwen Stefani doing. Singing Wham. Uh, yes. I don't like her voice. Yeah, we've okay. we've really heard enough. <laughs> that was painful. That, that was not good. That's Let's, painful. Lori and Julia with producer Donnie Love on My Talk 1071. Everything Entertainment. This is a My Talk Dirt Alert. Elizabeth Reese is here and she brought the dirt. I did. I'm so excited to open presents for Christmas. I can't talk. You have no words. No words today. Bye. That's a good feeling. You might be on like a cookie sugar high because it's that time of year. I'm on a low. I got to get on that. pastries. Oh my gosh, your computer is just filled with pastry photos right now. What is going on? Stolen. Fantastic. Uh, I have a royal scandal to bring you. Oh my goodness. Listen, it involves uh, a princess. A racist piece of jewelry and an apology. Didn't think I was going to bring that to you, did you? Best tease ever. I would say. Okay, so here's the deal. Uh, Everybody was looking at Meghan Markle because Meghan Markle was introduced to the royal extended family at the Queen's annual Christmas brunch on Wednesday. Uh, But now, Princess Michael of of Kent is under fire for a controversial accessory that she wore to the event. And this is seen as not only wildly inappropriate, but a direct insult to Uh. Meghan Markle. And here's what it is. This is interesting. So Princess Michael of Kent, who is the wife of Prince Michael of Kent... Prince Michael of Kent is the queen's first cousin. Okay. She was pictured arriving at Buckingham Palace wearing a brooch on her left shoulder, which is, uh, it, it, they call it Blackamoor jewelry. It depicts the bust of a black person with a gold crown and colorful crystals. Okay. Now, this is a genre of art or jewelry originating in 16th century Venice that has been criticized for promoting imagery that is considered racist because many Blackamoor figures portray exoticized images of servants and slaves of African descent. Okay. So this jewelry is not looked upon kindly. It doesn't have a, it doesn't come from a, an honoring place. Well, it used to it be, comes from a, a dismissive place. And the, the term blackamoor used to be, that was a term they used to describe people of African descent. Right. Okay. So Meghan Markle comes mm. from a biracial family. She has a biracial background. And- this episode is brought to you by Reese's Peanut Butter Cups. In breaking news, leading scientists worldwide are conducting experiments to determine if Reese's Peanut Butter Cups are the perfect combination of peanut butter and chocolate. However, it appears the study was inconclusive, as the scientists couldn't help but eat all the Reese's. Because when you want something sweet, you can't do better than Reese's. Find Reese's now at a store near you. 
Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. So the brooch is drawing further criticism because of Meghan's biracial background. Her mother is black, her father is white, and the fact that Princess Michael chose to wear it on the day that Meghan was being introduced to many extended royal family members for the first time. That's so gross. Now here's what happened. Princess Michael is apologizing and retiring the brooch. She (laughs) says she's sorry about this. She vows to never wear it again. There's a spokesperson for the wife of the Queen's cousin telling TMZ she is very sorry and distressed that she wore this it was a gift that she's worn many times before without controversy and a source connected to kensington palace is saying princess michael was not trying to insult megan or any people of color the source says she is has learned her lesson and she is going to retire the brooch for good can i tell you something Hmm. this is just of interest Mm -hmm. okay um princess michael of kent has acknowledged that her father was part of the Nazi party. Yes. Yes. He was yes. an officer in Hitler's uh, SS. Right. She also allegedly told a group of African-American diners in a New York restaurant to, and I quote, go back to the colonies in 2004. And then she yeah. made things worse when she explained that she views people in Africa as, and I quote, adorable. Okay. I'm oh, sorry. Michael, she knew Michael. exactly what yeah. she was yes. doing. Oh, sure. Yes. 100%. Yeah. She knew what she was doing. And I mean, I I would think that. I mean, it was it was wow. a very um, inappropriate, insulting, not well, nice horrible. thing to do. And yeah. uh, and I hope Meghan Markle held her head high oh, I do and said, "Lady, people like you have got to get out because people like me, me are, are coming, coming in." in. Hi, I would, yeah. I would just um, get like a like a picture of Princess Michael and you know make a little miniature and. Right. It's, it's like a little bubble that says, I'm a hag. Yeah. <laughs> or like a voodoo doll. A and then yeah. put like a pin through the top of it. <laughs> yeah. And then wear that to my next. And then wear that. Do. So that is the royal scandal there. There you wow. go. Okay. Um, in other scandals, Mario Batali's business partner admitting he knew that Mario Batali sexually harassed employees. And I'm talking about, oh, this is killing me, Joe Bastianich who's the son of my favorite Italian cook ever, Lydia Bastianich, Mm -hmm. who is just a gem. She was on Twin Cities Live. Her bolognese, by the way, I made it for my husband, and I think that's what convinced him to propose to me, because he was like, we got to lock this deal down. She's like a pioneer. Oh, she's like the Julia Child of Italian cooking. Her son, Joe Bastianich, is Mario Batali's business partner. And he was uh, one of the judges on... um, uh, the chef with uh, Gordon Ramsay. Oh, Hell's Kitchen? Nope, the other one that he did. Oh, oh, okay. I won't be able to remember. I forgot what it's called. I'm sorry. That was... Not but, Top Chef. But you might know. No, it's but not Top Chef. probably done appearances nightmares. on Top yeah. Chef. Not Kitchen Nightmares. Nope, there was an arena style... Um, Iron Chef. Iron Chef? 
Sort of like an Iron Chef kind of thing. Kind of like that. I'll, I'll get it. But yes, you would if, if you watch that show. If only there was show, some way we could find hold out. Please, Google hold machine. Please. So Joe Bastianich told Eater in a piece just released today that he'd heard Mario Batali say inappropriate things to staffers, and he said that he should have done more to stop the problem. He says, "I'm proud of what our teams accomplish every day, and I've always tried to show respect for them and their work. It pains me that some employees feel differently, and I'm re-examining my own behavior to ensure that everyone I work with feels that respect." Hmm. He did say he denied seeing Mario Batali ever grope an employee and told um, Eater he'd never heard of complaints about Batali's behavior until they went public. That being said, he'd been there when he saw some inappropriate things. Yeah. Master and chef. Thank you. Yes, it was Master Chef. There you go. So that's what's happening there. Uh, Nikki Hilton and her husband had a second child, they had a, a little daughter. So they just announced that news. So congratulations to them. Baby Corn news. Grounds. We have a new Hilton. Another but it's one. not a Hilton. What's her last name? A Hilton now? Garden. Rothschild. <laughs> yeah, his um a little Hilton the, Garden. They Hill. named the baby girl Teddy, which Teddy is a very oh, very popular name. I know a lot I of Teddies, and I know Teddies in girls and boys. And that's like I a love it for full both. name, not a uh, sh- like a nickname. Well, they just called her Teddy. But Teodora. my friend who has a Teddy, her name is Theodora. Oh, I and love that. And then they call her Teddy. And then I, I also that. have friends who have boys whose names are Theodore. That was Teddy on too. our short list of names. That's why we have a cat named Teddy. Oh, that's Because so we're cute. done having babies. I know. That's what happens. That's like I always love the name Henry. And I had Henry for yeah. my dog, my dearly departed dog. And so then you never use it on a child. Exactly. But whenever I meet babies named Henry, I think, oh, oh that's so that's wonderful. So awesome. Hey, uh, in the wake of the Cat Sadler leaving E! controversy over the salary discrepancy between her and her male counterpart, Jason Kennedy, we have now found out exactly how much both of them were and one of them still is mm-hmm. making. Isn't that fun? Uh, so here is the news. Cat's salary was about $600,000 a year at E. Jason is around $1 million a year, maybe $1.2 million at most. This source saying to Us Weekly he was making more, but this has nothing to do with a male versus female thing. Uh, it has to do with seniority and Jason's ranking at the company. And then uh, Jason... Uh, Jason Kennedy's oh. wife speaking out saying, well, Juliana Rancic was making three times what Jason was right. making. So it's kind of about where the network feels valued. I more questions. time because I've got questions I for do you, too. our more, media professional. There's more questions about that stuff. It's well, a tough, it's a tough murky, murky waters, uh, my friends. Elizabeth Reese, have a Merry Christmas. Thanks, Thank you, you too. Catch her Merry on Christmas. Twin Cities Live and her next dirt alert at 520. Now, when we come back, we need a caller at 651-641-1071 for the 30-second pop culture challenge. You could win a prize. My Talk 1071. Everything. Entertainment. 30 seconds, five questions. It's our 30 second pop culture challenge. You could win a prize on the Colleen and Bradley show on My Talk 1071, streaming live at MyTalk1071.com. We are Everything Entertainment. I'm Colleen Lindstrom. That is Bradley Trainer. And this is our 30 second pop culture challenge. 30 second. today, Colleen, and what are they playing for? Well, we've got Alex on the line in Halls. What is Alex playing for today? A four-pack of tickets to see Ferdinand at participating Twin Twin Cities AMC Theaters. Hooray! Hi, Alex. Alex. Hello. Your timer will begin once I'm done asking the first question. Are you ready? Ready. Here we go. What are the names of both Super Mario Brothers? Mario and Luigi. Who is the voice of Nala in the upcoming reboot of The Lion King? Beyonce. Supermodel Kate Moss is from what country? 
UK. The Beatles had an animated adventure in what type of sea vehicle? Yellow submarine. What was Katy Perry's first number one signal single? I kissed a girl. Yes! Wow! That was awesome. Congratulations, Alex. Thank you. You won the 30-second pop culture challenge. Holly, do you have any idea how many seconds you did that in? Uh, probably 20. 20. You had a That's that good. Alex. Great job, Alex. Congratulations. Stay right where you are. Holly's going to get all of your information so we can send you to that movie. Awesome. Have Thanks. a Merry Christmas. Um, we do that every day, Monday through Friday on the Colleen and Bradley show. We won't be doing it on Monday. Because it's, it's Christmas, Christmas, so we'll be on. But you'll be you'll be but getting your else? own presents. Exactly, so you don't need to call in and try to win ours. Uh, but we'll start up again on Tuesday. Now, we have discovered uh, a website called crazydaysandnights.net. And on that website, an entertainment lawyer who's in the know writes blind items. He tells us things about people we would know in Hollywood uh, without telling us who he's talking about. He leaves little clues throughout. We try to discover who it is. Well, blind items. They are called blind items. So every day at this time, we have Holly select a couple of those blind items, read them to us, and then we do our very best um, investigative work and we try to figure out who they're about. And Holly's going to do that as soon as she's done getting Alex's oh, I information. I wonder why you were tap dancing. Oh, yeah. <clears throat> no, whenever we have a winner, it gets a little dicey here. Oh, okay. But now. She's finished with that phone call, and she can deliver us the blind items. Blinded by the item. Your first blind item today. Before this permanent A-list singer who loved singing about sex died back in the day, he had literally sold every piece of furniture and fixtures from his home to buy drugs. There was literally nothing left of value left in the house. It was George Michael. Think no, back in the way day. back in the day. Think back in the day. Also, oh, I thought for sure that would be that's George Michael, it, right? Because he wants our sex. Yeah, that's a fabulous guess. But think not, more back in the day, and also think about a particular singer who met an untimely demise, who really liked to sing about sex. I mean, <laughs> I just really enjoyed that what last era? sentence. <laughs> what era? Um, well, I can tell you that the person that I think most people think that it is, uh, this person died in the 1980s. Uh, okay, 1980s. died in the 1980s and, and loved, loved to sing, to about, sing about sex. sex. Like saying a lot about sex, a lot of songs about sex. Some of his most famous songs... Are specifically about sex. Okay. I want to do it. Let's get to it right now. Is that a song? No, no but it, that no. sounds like a sex song. I'm just trying to like get in the work mood. Something out. Okay. Okay. Uh, this person had a multi-decade career dating back to the 60s and the 70s. Paul Anka. And then also. No. <laughs> oh my gosh! Wow. Um, permanent A-list. You definitely will know this person's name. Not Frank Sinatra. No, not Frank Sinatra. <laughs> I was going to say, did he sing no. a lot about sex? No, think think about some sexual healing. Oh, Marvin oh, Gaye? Oh, Marvin Gaye. Oh, that's really sad. Yeah. Oh, he needed, oh. Was, now, this no. hasn't been a confirmed blind item. Yeah, but you know, how many other songs, or how many other singers loved to sing about sex? 
They all do, actually. Yeah, I, I'm, have you listened I, to I pop mean, music, music in the past? In yeah, general. I know. Yeah. I mean, basically our society. <laughs> yeah. So True. If so, it's not you. food, it's sex. Exactly. Let's move on. Do people sing about food a lot? No, I'm saying just our Weird society in general. In general. Got We're it. Obsessed okay. With food and sex, and frankly, it's one and the same. I'd like more food songs. Go on. We'll go to Weird Al. Yes. My Bologna. <laughs> Let's go to our next blind item, shall we? Now, this one has been confirmed by CrazyDaysNights.net, so I'll give it to you right now. Pretty tough to give up drugs when you bring your drug dealer with you everywhere you go. This foreign-born former boy bander will be the first to die from that group. I'm actually surprised he even leaves his house. Oh my God, who is that? Foreign-born former boy bander. The only person I thought of, but it's not. There's no way it's Ricky Martin. No, it's not Ricky Martin. Is it somebody from Menudo? Do we know anybody else from Menudo? Is it? Can I ask a question? Is it a? Is it an American boy band? Oh, okay. So, so it's a it's gotta foreign be like, boy band. Take that or what were the? You're getting closer. Uh huh. Um, uh, uh, Spice Girls with boys. No Spice Boys. Think of the most recent <laughs> herb boys. Sorry, what? Ninety-eight degrees Celsius. No. no. Think of the. Bo- <laughs> I amused myself, sorry. <laughs> Think of the boy band. From- oh, One Direction. It's not Zayn Malik. It's, uh, is it? It's, is, it is. Oh. Whoa. whoa. That is really yes. sad. That would be sad. Mm-hmm. Oh. Foreign, and that's been born, confirmed. Former boy bander will be the first to die. That's ominous. That is so ominous. Yeah, they actually attached his name to this <clears throat> blind item. It was revealed this wow. morning that this blind item belongs to Zayn Malik. That is so sad. Sorry I'm not bringing you uplifting blind items, but rarely are, are they, they Yeah, right? Uplifting. I mean, nobody cares about the uplifting stuff, no, right? Because all of that's out you there. You know, next time, I think when we continue with uh, Blinded by the Item, every once in a while, crazydaysnights.net does uh, drop a blind item that is good. And it's oh. usually about people's charitable uh, deeds. Oh, and, that's and lovely. Things. So I'll try to find yeah, one dig of those. for those. Gonna, uh, it'll take me a while, let me tell you. Oh, sad day. Mm. All right, well... Um, we did, we made, we did those pretty quickly. Yeah, no, that oh, yeah. Went. we're getting better. I will say, like, I this I think it's like um, when you go to school and you learn a certain subject, it, you get really good at that subject. I feel like we've been flexing this muscle of trying to figure out the oh, blind, sure. items. blind item muscle. It's getting easier and easier. My blind item muscle's real strong. Okay, please don't ever. I'm trying to get shredded, get swole. <laughs> I have so many things I want to say that I'm not going to say right now. Good. Again, see, look at my ability to keep my inside thoughts inside. Yeah, good for you. Mm-hmm. I mean, I don't... Okay. I'm doing okay wow. for now. When we come back, I'm very excited. We've got Michelle Timmerman. She's our Google Trends expert. Yes. She's going to tell us what's been trending this week. Uh, and we'll talk to her after this on the Colleen and Bradley Show on My Talk 1071. Previously on Jason and Alexis. Look, I love Star Wars more than life itself. But, <laughs> but do we need Star Wars really lettuce? Need Captain Phasma cauliflower, <laughs> R2D2 radishes. I don't need any of that. I'll crap. take some Kylo Ren carrots, though. Oh, oh or that plant. I'll, I'll take whatever Kylo Ren yeah. is uh, serving. My I would even goodness. take Kylo Ren Brussels sprouts. Uh, oh, post pineapple is fantastic. <laughs> I'm not really into post pineapple. <laughs> what? I really, you know what? Oh, I know. Post pineapple is my favorite. 
Poe's pineapple is not doesn't even touch Adam Driver's uh, eggplant. I'll just say that. Uh, Finn's Franken beans. Uh, <laughs> Poe's pineapple. They're all lovely in their own way. Okay. Bringing you everything entertainment. Jason and Alexis in the morning with producer Don on My Talk 1071. The radio home of Are You Going to That Show This Weekend? My Talk 1071. Everything entertainment. We know what you've been Googling on the Colleen and Bradley show on My Talk 1071, streaming live at MyTalk1071.com. We are everything entertainment. I am Colleen Lindstrom. That is Bradley Trainer. And every day there, every week at this time, we like to talk to somebody from Google to tell us what you've all been Googling all week. You better see this. There's something new trending. It's time to talk Google Trends with someone who knows what you're looking for. What are all those websites in your search history? With a Google Trends expert, here are Colleen and Bradley. And we want to... Oh, sorry, go ahead. I was going to say, who's joining us today, Kelly? We're going to welcome Kayla to the show. Hi, Kayla. Hello, how are you? We are great, getting ready for the holiday. And, uh, And thank you for being with us. Thanks for having me. So, one of the things that was trending... I'm Bradley Trainer, And I'm Don McClain. We have a podcast called Blinded by the Item. A blind item is gossip about a celebrity with their name left out. It's a guessing game, and you can play along. The item might be like, This A-list star carries a Birkin bag worth more than the average person's house to the gym to work out. Pretty sure that's J-Lo. And P.S. The person behind all of this is Chris Jenner. L.L.C. We drop a new episode every weekday so the fun never ends. Blinded by the Item. Listen wherever you get podcasts and watch us on the Blinded by the Item YouTube channel. On Google uh, this week was winter solstice. Yes, indeed it was trending this week. It's the shortest day and longest night of the year in the Earth's northern hemisphere. And starting today, in fact, the sun will be up just a little longer each day as we're heading into spring, which I'm pretty excited for. I love the holidays and I love the the chill, but I prefer much warmer weather. Well, and I prefer uh, prefer longer days, and especially up north here, we um, appreciate every extra minute or so that we get every day as we go forward. Yeah, Yeah, it's crazy. I mean, I was just thinking, I had to remind myself when it was dark at like 4.45 the other day that sometimes it stays light until like close to 10. And that is a big difference. So we are happy here in the north area to be going toward... The north area. Yes. To be going toward the lighter days. Lighter days ahead. I think the sunset here starting it started to go down around like 345 yesterday oh. and like I, I was like this is really sad it's getting dark and i still have a few more hours in the office mm-hmm. well now at least we it's can tell worst. ourselves we're going in the right direction exactly exactly so kayla um of the other things that googled googled i do that all the time of the other things <laughs> that trended on google this week i see the word mcvegan and um i i need you to explain this to me because I am not a vegan, and I, I can only imagine what this what this means for us. All right. So Mickey D's is catering to the vegans of the world with their new McVegan burger. Rollout of the soy patty started in Finland and Sweden, and uh, who knows? It may be coming to the States soon. But, you know, as the biggest burger chain in the world, they're tackling soybean steak burgers one country at a time. So... Uh, checking out some new ingredients, hopefully to attract a new crowd to McDonald's. This is so bizarre to me um, because I can't help but think to myself, 
if you're a vegan for mm, like social reasons or like yeah. um, I don't feel like you're waltzing into McDonald's in the first place. Ethical reason? Yeah, yeah. Yes, if it's an ethical decision for you. I don't think that you're going to go to McDonald's and get the McVegan burger. Uh, you uh, know, how are people um, engaging Google in, in searching for this? Yeah, so people are definitely trying to figure out what's in this thing. So folks are asking, well, like, what is a McVegan burger? Where can I buy it? What's in it? How long has McDonald's been doing this? Um, And is the McVegan going to be coming to some other popular burger chains as well? But in addition to the McVegan burger, uh, search interest in just vegan food items is is spiking. Um, In this past week, vegan chocolate chip cookies, vegan sugar cookies, vegan cheese, vegan pancakes, and vegan lasagna are also among the top uh, search food items. Vegan pancakes. Wow. Why does it just sound sad for some reason? I feel I like... Know. <laughs> I know. I, what sounds more sad? Vegan pancakes or a vegan burger? Yeah, both, basically. I, like, I want to cry yeah. at the idea of a vegan burger. In between breaks, we've been eating uh, pizza with meat on it. Yes. So I have to just <laughs> say that we are we are unabashed meat eaters yes. here on the Colleen and Bradley Show. And we do love our hey, meat. Same here. I'm even partial to a bison burger every now and oh, then. So yes. the thought of a vegan burger, I'm just like, oh, what's the point? Well, it should right? have a different name. I, I would, if I'm a vegan, I'm just like, give me some fries and some ranch. I'm good. I guess you can't have ranch if you're a vegan. Anyway, sorry. (laughs) (laughs) All right. One of the last things trending this week. Oh, boy. And this one piqued my interest for sure. UFOs. Yeah. The New York Times released new details this week of a shadowy program within the Department of Defense that has invested over 20 million, excuse me, into investigating UFOs. And I love this quote that um, Neil deGrasse Tyson uh, mentioned this week when this report came out. And he said, Call me when you have a dinner invite from an alien. So I guess he's not buying some of the details that are coming out in this report. But, hey, people are really interested in it, have been searching for it. They want to know what's going down at the Pentagon. Um, They're wondering if the video the Pentagon released is real um, and wanting to find out, you know, are we are we alone or are there others? Among us, I, I will say that video was pretty shocking in the sense that you know you had the you know the visual obviously that was kind of odd, and then you had the audio that went along with it, and I would think that that um, you know that alone sort of had to raise the stakes for this particular topic versus you know any other uh, a potential UFO sighting. It seemed more legitimate, maybe. Yeah, and it definitely brought back a few memories of you know Roswell and Area Fifty One and folks you know, pressing pause and giving giving an, an extra set of thoughts to whether or not, you know, we should reconsider what really happened at some of these other historic sites that folks have had a lot of conspiracy theories and sort of swept some details under the rug. But I guess now knowing that the Pentagon themselves have been investigating this for a number of years and with quite a few dollars behind them has really... Um, cause people to think a second chance. Well, it certainly, yeah, it certainly validates the ideas of people who have probably been looked at askance by um, many, many people for their belief in, uh, in UFOs. Mm-hmm. How were people engaging, you know, what other ways were people engaging Google around uh, the UFO? Were they trying to learn about some of the other times UFOs have come up in conversation in our history? 
Yeah, UFO Pentagon was searched over 560% more than UFO aliens this past week. But some other trending questions dealing with UFOs include, is the UFO phenomenon real? So just kind of wanting to know if this whole thing is is true. Why UFO disclosures now? Like, what was the use of bringing up the report now? And are UFO sightings real? How long have we known about UFO agency? And, And interestingly enough, bringing some religion into it, what does the Bible say about UFOs and aliens? So we're, we're seeing um, a gamut of questions uh, here. Any answer to that, by the way? I'm curious. Are UFOs mentioned in the Bible? You know, I haven't, I'll admit, I haven't <laughs> been at church and I haven't done my Bible study in a while, but uh, I don't think, I don't think so. That is hilarious. Yeah, probably not. Probably not. I love it. Well, I will tell you, there are, uh, there are some people who believe that there are some biblical accounts that can be, just, uh, that can be interpreted as UFO or alien stories. Just so you know, I Googled it real quick. (laughs) Hey, Kayla, thank you so much for spending your Friday with us. Thanks for having me and happy holidays. You too. too. That was Kayla. She's our Google Trends expert for today. We like to go back through the week and uh, and see what you all have been Googling. And um, yeah, UFOs, Bible, who knew? Um, Hey, okay, so it is the last day of work before we all go away for the Christmas holiday. Go our separate ways. It's like that episode of the Golden Girls, and they're all about to go off on their own merry way. Mm-hmm. Hopefully we don't get snowed in, so then we have to spend the night together in a Miami diner, and then, oh, look, it's snowing. Anyway, what? <laughs> so we are, um, but we all have brought presents, or at least we've brought presents, um, and we thought it would be fun to pass them out and maybe open them throughout the show a little bit, a couple different times during the show. But we wanted to, to involve you all in that conversation by asking you. We're not giving you gifts. Though, we're not sorry, giving you you gifts. The, yes, this we are. Gi- this is it. Hi. <laughs> you have the pleasure yeah. of listening to us. Thank you. Open gifts. But t- but twelve months out of the year, we give you the gift of the show. It's true. Okay. For free. For free. Mm-hmm. Um, but we thought we'd ask you a question, and uh, and we'd love to keep you uh, have you in our conversation. We're wondering what are you hoping for for Christmas? Mm. What did you sit on Santa's lap and ask for I this year? I have a lot. I am not at all surprised. What are you hoping for for Christmas? Six five one six four one one zero seven one. Give us a call and chat with us. We, we will pass out some presents and slowly open them uh, while we chat with you. 